This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. I'm I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Hello everyone, welcome back to edition 39 of the 2021-22 season of That Mill Podcast. Hope you're doing well. My name's Omar. I am joined as always by Mr. Mickey Simpson. You right, pal? Yes, mate. You? I'm all good. Yeah. I think I'm starting to somber up from um, the weekend, just about, maybe a little bit. I mean, Kai's here. He's going to tell us all about the game on Saturday as well, and it's probably going to wind me up again. So hello, Kai. You good, mate? I'm good, thank you, mate. Yeah, I'm just as, I was just as frustrated as you, but yeah, I've, I've taken time reflected on it and I'll have some positive things to say if there is any. I love that. I mean, I'm looking forward to the positivity. Obviously, today we're going to be talking about a bit about Blackpool, just the kind of aftermath, some news articles from the week. And uh, part two, we'll be talking about West Brom, who come to town, who are also out of form. So 
could be a silver line for Mill there on the weekend. Hopefully a rally and Mill performance does the business, but we'll talk more about that in the second part of the show. If Obviously, if you're new around here, be sure to like the video and subscribe. We're getting a lot of good retention at the moment. We're appreciating all the views and comments, especially on YouTube. If you're listening on audio, be sure to subscribe as well. It helps us out and just bumps up the charts a bit more. Um, but yeah, great appreciated as always. So we're going to end this part here, go into the first part and talk all things Blackpool and some news. <laughs> right. Welcome to the first part of the show. Kai, as mentioned, you weren't here the other night. Uh, me and Mickey done a little bit of a ranting show. I think a lot of people agree with what we said, to be honest. And there is obviously a mixed reaction, as always. Um, I guess I'm going to start with a cliche question. Are you right in or right out, Kai? I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Um, I'm sure you'll caveat it and you'll probably say you're fencing at some point or another. And there's a lot of variables to the scenario. But obviously, I'll answer that question and obviously give me what you thought about uh, the weekend's defeat away at Bloomfield Road. I'm on the fence. Yeah, I thought you would be. No, the reason I say that is because oh I know injuries aren't an excuse, but I just feel like with, with Jed, with Bradshaw, with Savile, with Ojo, I just think we might we might have done a bit better. And obviously, you can't always blame injuries because every team has injuries. And I don't think he's looking at me as if, like, you know, I'm, I'm talking nonsense. And I, I probably am, to be fair. But I just think that, that there's a part of me that thinks, you know, it's such it was a poor performance, but... There was aspects that did please me. Um, he's starting to put more faith in players like Tyler Bury, um, which was, you know, when he came on, I thought he was probably the, probably the best player on the pitch for us all day. And he only came on for 30 minutes. So had a really good chance. He, he, he did, it was all, That was all uh, well worked by himself. You know, he cut inside, got past a couple of defenders, you know, and, and, and just went, you know, keep safety. But no, I'm not happy with how Rao is doing. Not, there's no doubt about that. I'm not happy with, with, how, with how he's doing at all. Um, I just think that maybe, maybe we need to. Obviously, he's. I think it was. We were saying the other day that he's probably out of contract in the summer. So, you know, is there any chance of us getting anyone better at the moment? Like, who would you go for otherwise? I mean, it's difficult. Um, but no, I'm not happy with Al Rao's about doing it at the moment. He definitely needs to improve. De- needs to change his tactics. Hundred percent. Needs to go a bit more attacking. Um, but yeah, it's a difficult one at the moment. But yeah, I'm not. I'm def- certainly not happy with how Rao's doing. Needs to improve. But. Um, no, as on the game, it was poor first half. There was Vicky Lara before that. Do you breathe? <laughs> <laughs> Are you an alien? You've got gills in your neck. You just don't breathe. You just didn't take... You've done about a four-minute four minute rant there without taking one breath. That's just... No, that's impressive. Let's keep going. I'll, I'm, 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 I'm building up my replies to him in here. So keep going, Kyle. I want to hear it more. I'm like the soccer I am guy. You know, the guy that just speaks really quickly about the away grounds. <laughs> You keep making excuses for Rowett and um, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this because I Listen, I'm not making cool. excuses for Rowett and no way am I making excuses. I'm, I'm making excuses for the team rather than Rowett. Okay. Like more for the team, you know, the injuries affect the team. It's his tactics that affect him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. So, okay, you know, okay, the injuries are a big part, but that's okay, that does have a hindrance on him and the team. But I think that has a hindrance more on the team rather than him. What his tactics are his own here his own problem. You know, I could just see Vicky looking at me again. No, no, I'm just waiting for Omar. Just before Omar comes in, I'm just gonna say one thing from an old classic um fighting game, and it's just gonna be finish him. Finish him. Okay, let me let me carry That's on. That's all it's gonna be. Let me have a look here. Yeah, let me have a think here, yeah. Is that I'm I'm trying to say. Is that Rowett's tactics have to change? 
because they're just they're they're just not good enough at the moment, and they're not and they're not getting us any results. You know, if when we if we were going defensive and we were winning games, I wouldn't mind that because at least I think they're getting results. But that he's not. We're not even getting results, so they have to change. He has to put more more trust into the attacking players we have. Players like um, you know Oli Burke, who came on second half. He, he's you could see how quick he was. You know, if we change that formation a little bit, change the tactics, Bury really quick again, play into their strengths, go more attacking, get them, get on them on the ball, get them wide, putting balls into the box to Benny Pafobi, who will most likely finish if, if he's given the chance. So I think it's more of a, the injuries, and I'm not making it, as I'm reiterating here, I'm not making excuses for him with the injuries. I'm, I'm making excuses for the players rather than him. He needs to change his tactics, and that's down, that is down to Rowett, so it definitely needs to improve. Please join the uh, Gary Rowett fan club, courtesy of uh, Kai Bennett, just touching to PO Box 444. I, da- I, I swear down to you, I'm not part of the Gary Rowett fan club. Swear down to me, all right, fam. <laughs> Fucking hell, do you know what I mean? Where are we going with that one? Do you know what I mean? I mean, you've gone in such a mollycoddle way there of not sticking up for him, but sticking up for him. And I, I, do you yeah. know what? They're all valid points. The injuries are a real problem. Don't you turn into think- a pussy now. No, 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 no. I'm still, I still, I still don't think you can defend the five-three-two or the eight-two formation that we saw on the weekend. In reality, it's more of a nine-one. But you know. you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's defense. Uh, you can't defend that, and that is the, the facts of it. And also the reactive nature of it. When you go one-nil down, we both, all of us knew instantly. Suddenly there'll be subs. Burke will come on, and he brought uh, Bury on as well. And obviously it was sitting in his mind. I'm just thinking, if that's sitting in your mind and you're ready to go with it, why is it taking us going one-nil down for you to make the yeah. changes? That, that, that's being reactive and be proactive. Correct. Correct. And it's obviously what me and Mickey were saying in the podcast um, the other night. And if you haven't listened to that, be sure to listen to it because it's 45 minutes of just going absolutely mad at each other for it. So, yeah, I'm over it because, like, as I said on the show the other day, I am rowing out now purely because I can't see it changing. I can't see him suddenly going attacking. He's had these options a couple of times to really give it a good go. And I know we've got injuries, but I don't see him ever fixing it. I really, uh, and like, that's what makes me say I'm rowing out because I don't no. see him changing it. I don't. Mickey's no trying caveats to... now. No, there's no caveats because I... like... on the show we did the other day, you at the end of it, and if you haven't listened, go to the end right to reprove it. Yeah. He, you said row it out with some caveats. Yeah, no, but look, this is Listen, fact, my phone. My phone's right there. I'm quite happy to go to the piece and play it no, out for you. You're right. But you did you're say right. row it out with caveats. And you'll be right. doing this to me. If I said this, you'll be no, throwing it back at me. But I'm telling you, I don't think it will change. But I'm saying right. if it did change, I would right. change my opinion. That's my point. And that's, yeah, that's right. what, I'm what, what I want to do is I want to... I could very easily change my opinion on Rowett. Yeah, but, no, no, no. In what four days. Hate, what I did hate was you turn around going, who else is there? Of course, there's, there's hundreds of football managers out there. Like, no, no, no. With our board, who no, else is there? But this is the facts, though. Like, as in, you, everyone goes, oh, but who else is there? The fact, that's not an, that's not an argument at all to not sacking him. Like, question whether <clears> you want to sack him or not in the first place, or whether you want to believe who is. I'm, I'm, listen, and I'm, and to be honest with you, if we stay up this year and we get to the end of the season, it's probably not an appropriate time to change manager. I'm fully aware of that. But you've got League One managers in there, the likes of John Coleman. I've always rated him at Axon Stanley. I'm really um, falling out of love of football. Sorry? I'm really falling out of love of football. <laughs> Michael Appleton. Michael Appleton, he's, you know, he's got a good ratings. He's always <laughs> done decently. He's at Oxford, he's done well. He was at West Brom. He's at Lincoln now. Um, Gareth Ainsworth, I know people think Fuck that's the kind off. of... That's a double-edged option. No, no, no. Don't don't even mention that cunt today. No, no, what he no, did no. to fucking Tony Craig, he's never welcome at the, the day. The reason never. I mentioned that, the reason I mentioned him, though, is because 
he is a manager that suits a smaller club. You saw him, at, you see him, at, he's doing a Wickham. I think he would do wonders at Millwall, and I and I, I agree. The hurdle of the whole Tony Craig altercation is something to get it over. Get chinned. I think he'd honestly suit us to the ground, though, as a club. He, he was successful at QPR, a similar sort of club to us with the fans a little bit, especially in the early 2000s, late 90s. He succeeded at a kind of London club. He's a London boy. I, I think he could potentially work. Out of, um, out of job managers, you know, you can think of Gary Monk. You yeah, but you're of, not, you're missing you the of, obvious. No, but Gary Monk plays decent football as well. Yeah, he, comes he does. From, Comes from the Swansea pedigree. Like yeah, I'm yeah. saying, there is there is managers out there. Stephen Reid, if but, we want to go for Mill esque, like uh, th- there is options out there. So my point is, is that I don't but, think I'm behind all of them options. I'm just throwing names out there to say to but, you guys. No, let's look, you, run and go. Who well, who else is there? Because there's plenty of managers out there, and we're a big club in London that would be interested in attractive managers, in my opinion. Listen, on our point of view, Rowett ain't doing the business, right? No, Correct. Because right, on our point of view, is in fans. Rowett ain't doing the business. No, I agree. But on a board point of view, Rowett has stabilised that team, and it's now a mid now a safe mid-table team for the board. That means regular money coming in every month because they're in the championship. They don't look as if they're relegation fodder like they've they've been previous to him. So because of that, as much as we don't want him here. Unless things really turn naughty, the board ain't going to get rid of him yet. And also, here's what I see happen. He'll wait till the end of the season and his contract possibly up the end of the season or the end of the year, because I think he's on a rolling contract, isn't he? So he'll do three years, and if he wants to get a year extension, then it's a rolling contract. What will happen? He will be here, and he'll either leave at the end of his contract and he'll move on and say, I've done what I've done. I can't take them any further on the field. I've stabilised the team. We now need this. Because if he wants to push on to the Premiership, then the only way we're going to push on to the Premiership is with serious investment in the team. Yeah, and if we're not going to make that serious investment into the team, then we're always going to be this middle table. And then we just get another manager in to manage it and keep it middle table. Well, you don't investment think one investment is one thing, of course it is, and like money talks, championship to get to the Premier League. I hundred percent agree with that. We're not going to get to the championship. We're not going to the Premier League with investment if we play the way he's playing a team. That's my opinion. We've we're trying to see games out. We're trying to stay in games mm. instead of taking games to opposition. We're we're you know like we're renowned for being the underdog. We don't even have the underdog mentality anymore because we're so, just. We're a defensive football side. That is that. Yeah, you no, know, look, I understand that. But do you think realistically, say, say for instance, Mill will spend 20 million between now and Monday, and we buy an attacking midfielder. Say we buy two attacking midfielders and two proven strikers, right? Say 25 million, right? We've we've got two attacking midfielders and two good attacking players, right? Regardless of how he's playing, we'll 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 have the movement around there to potentially score goals. People they they we they will score goals. We right? wouldn't. We wouldn't. You, I honestly think, and I genuinely, I agree mean with you. This. I don't think he's the right. I, genu- I, don't I, think gen- his, I genuinely his mean this. Right? Right. Your logic is you could put Harry Kane in this side and he score goals because it's Harry Kane. I think you're wrong. You put Harry Kane in the middle side, he'll score a penalty or a free kick. Harry Kane he, won't he, score. He, he won't score an open play in the middle side because how often do you see our strikers get chances? At the weekend, Afobi and Bennett both got zero chances. You know, exactly. You know, like the, yeah, the fact is, like we we can have we can have a multi-million pound striker up front, but we still wouldn't create for them. Like 
it's the service you offer these players, and that's why we saw Bradshaw come good when we started to give him that, service. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree with you, but that's why we need people who can who aren't necessarily need to be that they can they can make the change themselves and run with a ball and make decisions on their own rather than being fucking laid in on his own though. The foot, football's made of eleven players on the football team. The reason the reason Unless why you Messi or Ronaldo. Well, even then, they still need their team behind them. Obviously, they carry their teams and make them to the next level from a good team to an outstanding team. I totally agree mm-hmm. with that. But like, we we're not a you, there's no there's no style of play to this Millwall team. You don't look at Garrett's Millwall and go, "That is how Millwall play." There there is no, no style of play. No, I totally agree and with then, you. Then. And if there is one, the manager's not doing well at trying to translate it to the players. In my opinion, all the players are not doing well at taking it from the manager. That that, no, look, that that is a straight fact, in my opinion. I, I agree with where you're coming from, and I agree with you with Rab. What I'm saying is, uh, right now, I don't think the, the club... I agree. ...are I agree. seriously looking for premiership, because if they were, I think we'd be looking at serious investment. And two, I think all the club want is stability, from what we've had over previous years, is stability, middle, you know, seven to, to 12 place, and... The club would be happy as long as we finish under ton, under top ten. He's pretty much pushed in where he wanted to be. I know he said he, you know, he liked in the third year to push into the top six. But again, the season ain't over, and with football, you never know what's fucking around the corner. But as in him getting sacked, I really unless unless we start losing every game and we're pretty much at the bottom of the championship before the end of the season, and we start looking as if we're going into a relegation battle, I can't see the board. Selling him because I think he's hitting all the criteria of what the board wanted. And I would agree. Go on, Kai. Sorry, I was going to say if if so, let's say for example, there's few, obviously there's stuff on Twitter today saying that you know if West Brom lose to us on Saturday, Ismail goes. Yeah, would you would you take Valerian Ismail? I personally would, to be honest. I don't think he'd be interested in coming at all, but I would take someone like that. I, I would. I think um, we, we shot ourselves in the foot by not getting Chris Wilder when he's available, in my opinion. Yeah, he's a great manager. I say back in all, October, like, if he was available, we he went to Middlesbrough, who I don't think Middlesbrough are too far off where we were at the time. If anything, I'd say we, we almost might have been as an attractive club. I know Middlesbrough have more backing financially, but I do think we could have got Chris Wilder in October I, time. I, I, don't, I don't think the club, as in the board, see a problem with Gary Rowett. I see your point and I agree with you. That's what I'm saying to you. This, but, is, this is the problem. It doesn't matter what we do. Unless something really major happens from the fan-driven, the correct. problem is is that the board, if they don't see an issue and go, do you know what, us being in the championship, because we go to League One, we'd be fucking, we'd be in pain, a lot of pain, financially in pain. But because we're staying in the championship, Everything else is open, the advertising, the TV, revenue, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what they want. That's what they well, bank their money on. You've also got Renewal, who are just putting their plan, final plans in. Renewable? So, do you mean renewal? Renewal, I said. Okay. You're going to edit that out now to make me look like a wanker. Maybe I said you've got Renewal, who are also, but I was talking, Renewal have also put their plans in, Renewal. Um, yeah, to, yeah, they've been approved uh, today. So maybe, and I agree with you, John Berylson, mm-hmm. as long as the club's in a certain level, how invested is John Berylson in our football style? Probably not a lot. As long as the results are there, as long as we're mid-table, it's fine. But what you pointed on there, if we get turned over 4-5-0 or five nil on Saturday by West Brom, which could be feasible, you never know, that's when the fans turn. 
yeah. and that's when they witness what the fans are really thinking. It's one thing hearing it online. It's one thing hearing some jeers and boos. It's another thing if we get turned over and the performance is shocking enough for the fans to start to turn on the club, which has happened in the past. I remember when we lost to Middlesbrough under Steve Lomas. I remember all the protests outside the ground after the game. Like It can and will happen, um, but it's just how much do you want to try and tempt it? How much ammunition do you need? Like I said, I'm right out now because I don't see it changing. I, I'm not like saying we need to pull trigger right now either because I know it won't be pulled, but I can equally see it changing if we make some signings. That's, that's the point, yeah. If he, if he unleashes the shackles. <clears throat> I also agree with the injuries. I really do. But at the same time, it's you can't then defend the idea of playing 5-3-2 away at home at, away from home at Blackpool. That's well, the no, I, that's that's the I problem. Yeah, I agree with that you. That right? was worse than the Huddersfield game. And how oh, well that was I after Huddersfield, Kai? Do you remember? Like, oh, you was know, fuming like, on the way back. We were both fuming. Do you know we what were both like, fuming, yeah. We, were we, fuming, got, yeah. we got served out of Huddersfield and that was appalling. Thank God I didn't go Blackpool because... And this woman nearly ran in front of his car. <laughs> and this is it, like... Imagine that with Blackpool, like... Oh, God. Oh, mate, yeah, but the thing is, the, the thing is as well, is that, you know, I, I think... Yeah, if we, we make a couple of decent signings. But Rowick's football is boring football. It's safe. It boring, yeah. It's safe. I'm it, also it, it, upset with teams. I'm upset with teams playing football against us. And you're seeing what we could have. Like, yeah. you're seeing Blackpool on the weekend with skillful, talented players on show. Admittedly, our best players are unavailable. No, no Bradshaw who's hot on form. No Wallace. No Ojo. I get it. But you see what Ojo, uh, you see what Bury was capable of when he came on. But you look at Josh Bowler, and you look at they've got Gary Medina up front. He's nothing special. Richard Keir at centre half. This isn't this is not a good Blackpool team. But you watch them playing; they're well drilled. They're playing with a certain yeah, yeah, yeah. style of play. They're looking to get the ball moving quickly. And you're thinking, like, we could do that. Their back line is nowhere near as good as our back line, in my opinion. Like, and we're thinking, look how they're passing the ball. That they're they're well drilled. They're coached. They're constantly practicing what they're preaching. And then you watch this Mill team and you're like, what have we been doing on the training ground? Like, so I saw some people argue the other day, like, oh, it's a mix and match team. And, you know, you can't really defend that. They've been training together for months and months. And and it's not like it's a fresh team that's come together for the first time. Like, there is no just substance to our Mill team. And that comes from the manager, which is a big bugbear of mine. And that is... The frustrating thing is, right, is that, that, you know, we're saying that, you know, other teams play attractive football against us. We've seen, we've seen... What it can, what like Gary Rowett, he plays very much defensive football, but when he does play attacking football, we saw we beat Birmingham 3 1, mm-hmm. you know, and we look like a different team. It, so, why doesn't after that performance he go, okay, let's play exactly that way and let's do exactly the same as that and play like that? I don't know Which, why after that game went back to his old tactics. That was strange. In his defense, he did try it at Peterborough away and, and it didn't work. But then he then went back on it again and then after that, one defeat. It's like, but there needs to be consistency. There needs yeah, to be like, and, yeah. and Peter for me was the players' faults at the time, and I still stick to that. But ultimately, when it happens more than once, and it happens four, five, six times, and we've lost the last four games, yeah. it falls under the manager. That, that that's the facts of it. Um, a couple of interviews on News at Den this week. Um, Sean Hutchinson says he was speaking about the fans, obviously their reaction after the weekend. Obviously, you can't hide away from it completely, but at the same time, we're players for the club. We want to win. This is just this is the normal stuff. So bear with me because it's a great <laughs> read as well. Nobody wants us. Nobody wants to, nobody wants us to win more than us. 
if you think they hate if you think they hate us losing try being me when i lose it's not nice and certainly if i'm feeling frustrated about performances then i'm sure they're going to feel frustrated too i know exactly how they feel <clears throat> when you're so passionate about something and it doesn't go your way it's natural to feel the frustration and anger but no one can fix it other than ourselves we get the frustration we're trying <clears throat> everything we can you can sense frustration in the fans they expect more from us. We expect more from ourselves. The gaffer expects more from us. We're doing everything we can to try and fix it. And I suppose we just need to be trusted <clears throat> that we're going to find an answer ourselves and work out, really. This is um, Hutchinson. Mickey, I'm just going to ask Kai a quick question because um, you asked me the other day. Do you think uh, Hutchinson's a good captain, Kai? It's a bit um, of an off one there. But obviously, we're getting the normal kind of lip service here where, you know, we want to turn it around. It's our fault. We're trying our best. We expect stuff like this after a bit of a dodgy run of form. But do you think Hutchinson is a good captain when he's playing for Millwall out of interest? I do think Hutchinson is a good captain. Don't think I think I think he he has a different captain's point of view. I think Alex Pierce is much more vocal. You can see Alex mm-hmm. Pierce directing a lot more. But I think Hutchinson has that respect in the team. Well, you know, Pierce has. I mean, the amount of interview that they reckon Pierce is one of the funniest guys in the changing room, but serious as well. Pierce has a lot of respect as well, and he, but he has a different way of, you know, captain in the side. He's very vocal, whereas Hutchinson comes across very uh, measured, very balanced, and quite um, just a just a good just a good captain. Like gets up, he seems like gets on with everyone, and I think I think that's a good trait in the captains. I, I do think Hutchinson's a good captain. Right, my response to that, sorry, my response well, to Hutchinson's case. summary is: Listen, I couldn't really give a cat's fuck what you think about how you feel when you lose. There's fans who went to Blackpool who paid two, three hundred pounds to travel, you know, miles, you know, four, five, six hundred mile round trip or whatever it was to go up there and watch that shower of shit. You're paid four, five, six, ten, fifteen thousand pounds a week to play football. And if you turn up on a pitch and don't play football, then I don't really give a shit about your excuses. You just didn't turn up. And that is not acceptable when you wear a football shirt. There's no excuses for that. There's no there, there's no thingy for that apart from 900 or people paid probably between £100 to get there and ones that stayed in hotels, two, 300 quid to go up there and watch that shower of shit to listen to someone who gets paid a lot of money to kick a ball around, basically going, well, if you're disappointed, just imagine how I feel. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I know you're the Millwall captain, but fucking get a grip, you cunt. Fucking go out there, play for the badge what's on your fucking shirt, get a result, and then you can come out and go, yeah, sorry about last week, lads. We've now come back and done it. You know, really sorry. Here we go, back into it. Because if you you come out on West Brom and do shit again, then stay away from the papers, mate, because I couldn't give a fuck what you've got to say. I do hate these interviews after so like, why after Baron of Form and it's everywhere and the the generic, it's just a PR it's exercise. A generic social media posts that every club seems to be yeah. doing and yeah. stuff like that as well. I hate them. I'd rather they just said nothing and just turned up on Saturday and done the business. That's all I care about. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. But yeah, I mean to round up part one anyway. Just a quick hot topic: refund the fans all the went to Blackpool. That would be a good gesture. If we got beat 5-0, I'd be for that. But you you pay... Uh, let's be honest. And I know we was being all like deluded last week for giving our predictions. Who actually expected us to turn up and batter Blackpool on Saturday or win the game? Or, no, I expected no, us no. to nick something potentially. Yeah, 1-0 yeah, yeah. maybe. 
That was the best. But we we all knew the probability was we'd probably lose that game on the weekend. But they didn't turn up though, did they? That was the thing. That's the worst problem. Listen, and I know I know people in the club listen all that. Our thing is, look, Gary, right? Go four four two, right? Go attack him. If we lose three four nil, so what? The players have played the right out. They've come off the pitch and left everything on the pitch. We give a round of applause and say, "Well done." Let's go next game. You go out there and play like a bunch of fucking turds, and you're going to get fucking hammered. Even if, you know, okay, you could just cover it up by maybe winning one nil. But that's what people are pissed with: is that people are pissed because we're not getting the potential what we know all the players are potentially can do. And when we're not seeing that, that's the big thing. We're not talking, you know, this, this team ain't Sunday league players. This team's on probably minimum three, four grand a week each. Do you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, you're you're looking at people who are on big money. You know, money what most of the fan base probably earn a month, they're getting a week. Yet they can't turn up on a Saturday afternoon and fucking put their heart and soul into it. If you're only three or four grand a week, let me know and so I can change jobs. But yeah. Um, anyway, um, just on one hot topic before we uh, finish part one, we've not signed anyone since the weekend, nor did we kind of expect it. At the same time, I was hoping there'd be some positive news before the weekend's game. Um, the manager was quoted during um, an interview with, again, news at then. Uh, John Kelly is um, stirring the pot in the background there for me all fans to see it all. I mean, we love it. Um, obviously, he says we're focused on attacking recruitment in the last days of the window, Kai, but have eye on longer term. Did you see the article? Do you want me to read some of it out? No, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, I'll read some anyway for the listeners. We're having those conversations and they're quite fluid. We've been close with one or two things this week, but as is usually the case in January, you can't get really close and then you can get really close, then just fall away. You then got to move to the next option, which can take a few days to tie down. It's never, ever simple. There are one or two things that we've put to the club to say if we think this could be a long-term option. That might not New message. Hey, girlfriend, it's Carol from Jury Duty. We never actually spoke, but I saw you ordered the same hoagie as me at lunch. What are the chances? Anywho, I heard you just got a boat. We should totally grab some hoagies and take it out for a spin. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Do I want to feel the wind in my hair? Guilty as charged. <laughs> oh, seriously, let's ride on your boat. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. Um, I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really gonna have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Necessarily be a position that we're desperate for right now, but it could add competition to the squad to make us better long term. We have to think like that. I'm well aware as manager that results have not been ideal and we have to address that short term. But I always think you have to try to do the right thing for the club long term. That's ongoing. Myself, Harvey, who's head of recruitment, Steve, CEO, Kavanaugh, John Berylson and the board will obviously have those discussions. Ultimately, John will decide what he wants to do in this window. But all I can say is, again, he's always been incredibly open and supportive of us trying to do things as long as they're reasonable and sensible. Go on, Kai. Give me your initial thoughts of that. 
Um, I want to I pick up the part where he says getting competition for places. Surely he's talking about to me. Surely not another midfielder, right? <laughs> I should defend well, him. I, I think he's thinking more right back. Surely, maybe. Yeah. Defender, I think he's surely he's thinking more of a you know a right back because we've got we've got centre backs. We've got obviously Dan Ballard's hopefully back soon. Murray Wallace, uh, obviously Piercy's out, but got maybe Ballard. he's recruiting a manager to try and get the best out of him. Potentially, yeah, Neil Warnock. <laughs> but it's like. You know, I mean, realistically, if I wanted to do a PR, if I wanted to write a PR <laughs> statement like. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. John, John Kelly come to me and said, okay, mate, go on in. And I'll be like, well, you know, realistically, each week I want to be uh, recording in a nice state-of-the-art recording studio. But obviously we don't have the income for that. So we're just going to carry on doing what we're doing. I'll do what um, we're doing. <laughs> and, and, you know, we're, we're going to be recording in our bedrooms. We're going to be, you know, using our, our standalone mics, what we use, which are okay. That sounds good um, compared to other ones out there. Um, and- See, I would have dropped subtle hints. I mean, we are looking for a, a new co-host. I'm secure in my position. I've signed a long-term contract. Obviously, yeah, there's me, a contract right out for someone else over here, you know. Um, to my to my to my left or right, as you say, you know his contract's running down. We're looking to run it down, and you know the compensation is not a lot anyway. So we're hoping to replace him as soon as possible. That's what I'd be saying on the interview. But my contract's <laughs> running down. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But come on, back to the football. Come yeah. on, Kai. Tell, like, yeah. what's your thoughts anyway? And obviously, I guess we've got to be signing an attacker surely at the end of, before the end of this window. I, right? I, I hope so. I mean, I really, really hope so. I mean, we need, we need an attacker, don't we? Or two. Um, you know, I think Bradshaw and OJ being out. You know, I don't know which one was obviously. I don't know which one Burke was replacement. But I'm assuming it's Ojo. He's, he's the direct replacement for him for now. Um, but that leaves a striker. I'd I'd love to see a striker and attacking midfielder come come in, and yeah. then it, a striker and attacking midfielder or a two striker, whatever. Just but two a striker and attacking midfielder would be perfect. And then if they do go a longer term option as well, then that's fine. But we need to get the attacker and the striker and attacking midfielder first before we do anything else. Yeah, agree. If we buy, if we buy a fucking defender, God fucking, I'd wear a tin hat to the next home game if I was you, Gary. I fucking can already trust me. I can already see the white bed sheet on the gates at Zampa Road. Rare yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rare it, you cunt. Do you know what I mean? Already, Bit like Lomas, I can already see it. Rare it out. That's it. I always yeah. say rowlet out, rowlet yeah. out. <laughs> I just look. I just I, I like what I said with Hutchinson with these comments. When you're playing like you are at a minute. I would just avoid the media because all you're doing is giving people to have a moan online. And, that, that you know, all these comments come out, they get all the comments on them, and, and then it just fires people up. You know, you're, it's as if the club's preempting 
agitating the fan base before the game. So if they lose and anything happens, it's like, well, fuck me, you put three fucking interviews out this week with people telling telling the fans, oh, we're just as disappointed as you. You know, and to be we, we are cynic, just as disappointed as you. You're being a cynic there. What about Rowett saying, you know, we are trying, we're, we're trying to get players, we're trying to think long term. So when we don't sign anyone, you, you know, then I guess I, he's done I, his I, bit, hasn't he? But I tell you now, if I went to my boss and went, listen, I'm trying to bring in the orders, fella. But, you know, they just they just keep slipping away from me at the last minute. My boss would go, don't be a cunt. I pay you to bring in orders. If you're not bringing in orders, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? And but in that analogy, when it comes to football, is, is your boss would have just as much of an impact more than you because he's the one that pulls the trigger. So I get it. But, yeah, who knows? Are we going to sign anyone, Kai? Yes or no? I'm hoping. And how many? I don't know. I'd love to see two come in, but I'd love to see a striker and attacking midfielder in. That's that. We that'll be the ideal scenario. A striker and attacking midfielder will be two. Be perfect. I think the ideal will be Mahoney goes, Thompson goes, and we sign three. We'll have a that'll, that'll be even better. But I'm, 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 I'm aiming low, and then anything better is is a bonus. Um, Mickey, are we going to sign anyone before the end of the window? Um, yeah, I think we'll probably sign two defenders. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, a goalkeeper. and a goalkeeper, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, no. I, I, I'm the same as Kai. I'd love to get an attacking midfielder and a and a strike, a proven striker and attacking midfielder. Because I hate we're about. missing, we're missing twenty goals a season. Um, you know, we need we need someone who can fucking put the ball in the back of the net. But realistically, I think there probably will be a defender in there at some point. Andy Carroll. I think, regardless of who we sign, like I said. <laughs> Yeah, why, not, need, why don't we just get Gascoigne? The changes, the changes need to be internal as well. So, if you're going to ask me who we sign, we sign Tim Cahill back. We get Paul Eiffel on the right, and then yeah. we're good to go. So there you go. By the bad. way, they would be two top signings in their pomp right now for this team. Just saying. Um, <laughs> I'm going to end part one here anyway. Uh, we're going to come back. Zimmer frames two. included. No, no, in their pomp, they'd be that. They are the two. Oh yeah, if they were in their pomp, right but fuck now. me. So Tim Cahill they... box to box, headers yeah. in the box. Poor on the right is a live wire. We're halfway there. I'm telling you now. Oh, let's, let's just bring FA Cup final Sheringham back. We'll just bring Sheringham and fucking um, Cascarino as well while we're at it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Banging their pop on the left or Peter Sweeney. And there we go, mate. Up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a show there, mate. I think we'll have to do that at a later point. But yeah. And if anyone does want to sponsor us so we can use a nice comfy studio every week to record the show, please get in touch. It's about 1,500 quid a session. So um, yeah, Jesus you need to be Christ. a good sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, or subscribe so we can start monetizing on YouTube. Anyway, I'm gonna end it here. Part one's done. Yeah. Uh, We're nearly two, there. Part two is gonna be all about the weekend's game at home to West Brom. All right, welcome back to the second part of the show, the final part of today's show as well. Um, Kai, just when things go from bad to worse, we've got. An out-of-form West Brom coming to town. One win in six in the league for them. They won 3-0 against Peterborough, a team that beat us earlier in the season. By that logic, we probably lose to them, but this is the championship after all. What's your hopes and thoughts going into the game on Saturday, mate? Well, we always seem to do better against the, the so-called bigger clubs, don't we? So I'm hoping that will that will come into play on Saturday. Um, they're a good side, even though they're out-of-form. They've got good players, Callum Robinson, Carlin Grant, um, Dean Garner. So there's some good players, some good attacking players. Um, obviously, obviously, he might not start. He might be on the bench. But Jason Malumbi is also in there. It'd be nice to see him back down the den again. He was fantastic, Loney, wasn't he? Um, he was. 
So um, no, it'll be. I'm I'm looking forward to the game. I think both teams are out form, um, but it'd be nice if we could go for it. You know, just play, go all out, attacking, and try and try and be a bit uncomfortable for five ten minutes. And if you can do that, try and nick a goal, then they'll be on the back foot. And you know that that's when you try and try and bully them after that. So hopefully we can, um, yeah, start the game off strong. Do you know what? Right. Fucking Mal- Malumbi, Malumbi, albeit we've got six midfielders. Malumbi, I think, is the one player we failed to get on another loan or permanent anyway last season. I think we miss him so much on how we play. I think, especially Would you take him back now. Sorry? Would you take him back? If Raoul said, I'm going to sign Jason Malumbi. Uh, do you know what? Even though we've got six midfielders, I'll take him back. I really so would. I, I, love I think he'd help this team quick. I can imagine him and Mitchell in the midfield. I can oh, just see it nice. working. I really and can. And oh. Leonard or as well. Like you could have and the well, press. The, what he done so well, Malumbi, was he done these erratic presses sometimes, but he got the fans on the side. But also... It helped take the team up the pitch because he would yeah. run 50, 60 yards, close down a goalkeeper. You're thinking, what's he doing? But actually, it just gets the team up the field. And How about the Brentford goal? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't see yeah. much of that in our side. And I would have yeah. him back in a heartbeat. Even if it meant we had eight midfielders at the club, I, I still would do it 100%. Um, but there you go. Ifs, buts and maybes. Um, I did, obviously, Oli Burke's going against his old team, Kai, on Saturday. What would you make of Oli Burke? Obviously, the sign in there. He obviously made his name at West Brom, got that big £15 million move to Germany at the time. Do you think he'll be a good sign for us? I'm on the fence about it, to be honest. But, you know, it's obviously he's got live pace. We saw him come on against Blackpool and he's electric. But do you think he's going to come good for us? There's a player there, 100%. You don't you know, you, don't, you know, I think the price tag to uh, Leipzig in, what was it, 2016, something like that, doesn't, you know, you don't go to, you know, go to for, for 13 million or 15 million for nothing. Um, I saw a couple of quotes the other day from the current Manchester United manager who was obviously at Leipzig at the time. And he said how much potential the how potential, much potential Burke has. Uh, we saw him against Blackpool come on and his pace is electric, isn't it? Um, so I, I hope he's going to be a good sign. I think he's one of them players that, you know, it's a, it's a, as a club like Mill where we can sort of maybe revive his career. I mean, I guess a little bit like Mason Bennett in that way that Mason Bennett had a, a really top uh you know, when he was younger, he was one of the youngest players to play for Derby and stuff like that. And, you know, he had a really bright future ahead of him. And then he sort of went off the rails a little bit. It wasn't, you know, wasn't fantastic on the pitch and he sort of fell away a little bit, um, you know, as a player. Maybe the, uh, I don't know, maybe the, the fame too early got to him um, and the, it got to pressure and stuff. But um, I'm hoping that Mason Bennett can be quite similar to, uh, Oli Burke can be quite similar to Mason Bennett in the way that hopefully... You know, a little bit of confidence, a little bit of uh, maybe an arm around his shoulder and hopefully we can unlock that player because I think there is one in there. I think he's just a speed merchant and I think we do need that though. He offers something different. I'm just hoping that he can find a home here. I hope he can come good and right, can try and nurture the best out of him, Mickey, because he's formed to date. You know, I think he's played three games this year in the Championship for Sheffield United. Injuries put pay to that. Played 25 in the Premier League last year and he's scoring one goal. He played for Alaves in, in La Liga. He got one goal in 31. Got four and fourteen at Celtic, three in no, he got zero goals at West Brom, um, and then one in twenty-five at Leipzig. I want it to come good for him. Everyone that you hear talk about in previous clubs and stuff like that, it's just they say there's potential, and they but they've never not realised that potential yet, has he? Though, so I mean, obviously it's got to come good for him eventually. He's twenty-four years old. I just hope that we can try and unlock a tune out of him that can really kind of spark something into life of him. No, I agree. I think I think there's a player there. We saw clips of it. We just need to see him play a full game, mm. um, and, and and see what he's capable of. Um, I agree with you, Kai. You know, fifteen million or okay. It's it's that Red Bull Leipzig, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, they've got loads and loads of fucking money there anyway, and they so yeah, maybe that could be an overestimate of pricing there, but he's felt to live up to it. He's felt to live up to it Mm. since he's um had that move, and it was premature. I think he scored like four goals for Forest, and then it got him the move and all sort of stuff. Like, I just I think the problem is is like every fan that talks by him, I think all Sheffield United fans are pleased to see the back of him, and I hope that's not an indication, you know. Maybe but, we can unlock something here. Who knows? But but Germany do like a speedster, don't they? Yeah. Well, obviously they fought a lot of him. Maybe it was more a so than here. Thing. I mean, here they just fucking take you out. You know, unless you're you're really nimble with the speed. Here, there's there's a chance that someone will stick it right on you, and you'll be you'll be down if you you know if you're too fast here. They sort of people will go, and over there they sort of allow a bit different football in it. It's not as quick as ours. You've got time to do stuff on the ball. On the continent rather than you have here so yeah fingers crossed he, he performs i think you know good luck to him hopefully um all the speed no idea comes to mind of him that's all i'm going to say there's a caveat i hope i'm i hope i see something good out of him that's all just like but, you your caveats yeah of course but <laughs> hopefully fingers crossed it comes good we'll have to wait and see i suspect he'll play on saturday kai i mean have you got an idea of a team that you'd like to see on saturday that you can maybe read out for us right so i'd like to go for a 4-4-2 okay yeah. actually no Four three three. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go for Barton goal. I'd like mm-hmm. Danny McNamara, Hutchinson, Cooper, and Malone. Okay. It's, it's harsh on Murray. I think Malone's been dreadful recently. Personally. He has been dreadful, but I think that if we can get both our wing backs forward, it. I know Murray's Murray. That's nothing. That's nothing. You know, on Murray because Murray's been excellent this season. But I just think if we're gonna go attack him, we might as well go because we'll have three in the midfield. So we should, you think that there'll be enough to cover down the left as well. Yeah. And then I go. I don't know. It's difficult in the midfield. Um, Billy Mitchell, I think, obviously, is straight in there. No doubt about it. Supposedly, Savile is not training, but might have an outside chance for the weekend. If he if he is if he is available, I'd go Savile. So I go Mitchell Savile. Where do I put the other one? That's difficult. That Wallace could be back. Yeah, but Jeb would Jeb be more on the right, wouldn't he? I feel like Rats interview during the week. He said something about Wallace. He was like, he's not trained. He's very outside chance. He probably won't play. And let's be honest, he's not going to play. But who knows? Go on, I don't think he's going to play again. So I'll go. I'll go the three in the midfield. And this, I mean, I, oh, I don't know now. I think I'm going to go for a four-four-two actually. Okay. I've decided. I've decided four-four-two. So Savile and Mitchell in the midfield. If so Savile and Mitchell in the midfield if he's fit. Yeah. And then I'd like to see. Let's just let's just assume Jeb Wallace isn't fit. Okay. Yeah. So I'll go for Tyler Bury on the right. Yeah. I'll go for Mason Bennett on the left. And I'll go for Benica Phobie and uh, Oli Burke up top. Okay. Interesting. I'd probably say 4 2 3 1. There you go. I'd okay. say I'd keep the back four the same apart from I'd bring Murray Wallace in for Malone. I'd have Bury on the left. I'd have Burke on the right. No, I'd have Burke in the 10. Oh, you're right. The injuries are tough. I do I do have sympathy for Rowett for that reason, to be honest. Like, but hmm. What about Conor Mahoney on the right? Throw a spanner in the works. He's probably on his way out, but he, he got out. a recall on Saturday. He got a recall, didn't he? Um Yeah. Yeah, we've got Mahoney on the right. I'll go uh Bury on the left, Burke in the ten, and a phobia up front. Four, two, three, one. And similar to Kai's team, which is a couple of amendments there. I mean, Mickey, I mean, I'm not going to ask for your team, Mickey, unless you want to give one. Um, but are you confident ahead of Saturday? Obviously, one in six wins for West Brom. They're similar sort of form to us. If if you take what they're saying in the papers or in the media and all this lot, then the players hopefully will come out and perform. 
Mm. Um, and we're normally watched... a bounce back ability team. We've not lost yeah. four in the bounce under right yet. This is no. the first time, but we're normally due a bounce back, and that's not come yet. So fingers crossed. And we normally play well. better at home. Um, it'll be interesting to see how full the den is. The fact that we haven't sold um, Fulham out shows you, you know, that people aren't happy um, because they don't want to go watch us get fucking. At... You what? You watch Fulham, right? I reckon I, everyone thinks we're going to get spanked there. But, you know, it's just going to be one of those things that we're going to go there and fucking win one or two nil. No just, chance. Just, no chance. just on the back of it. Do you know what I mean? I don't think we will. I think we're going to get spanked fucking 6 or nil. to be fair. But this I can just see a different it. animal this, this year, honestly. They've scored They're fantastic. Three, I think they've scored 73 goals in 27 games this year. And Mitro's scored goals. about 29, hasn't he? I think Mitro has almost scored as much goals as we have as a team this He's year. He's got more now. They've... He scored more now. I think I saw a stat the other day. Could be wrong, but I think it was more. Unbelievable. I know. But yeah, go on, Mickey. I mean, you're right. I think you make a good point there, Mickey, about the crowds. Could that be something that starts to sway the board's decision about the manager's future, maybe? If if there's not Possibly. enough seats on bums, bums on seats, sorry. <laughs> that could that could change this. Uh that could maybe have an impact, could it? Yeah, I think that would be the only impact where it start where the board will start looking at it and going, because mm, I don't think, you know catering i don't think we pretty much buy that much in there that much because you just can't fucking buy for the love nor money um but i i think if people aren't going but it depends really doesn't it i mean we don't know how many season tickets so a lot of people have already paid their money it's just i think that you'll get people turn up because they want the experience of day trip is a lot want the experience of going to a football game and, and Mill, you're likely to get a ticket unlike the premiership um but yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. So yeah, I think um, supposedly Ishmael. I think you told me Kai before we went on anyway. But he's under serious pressure, isn't he? Though, and I think the fans yeah. are slowly turning on him and all. Obviously, different kind of um, aspirations. They're fifth place, but pressure's still firmly on him after one winning six. Not bad, is it? Fifth place. Yeah, I mean to be to be facing the sack potentially when you're fifth place in the league. Different goals come to mind, don't they, Kai? But I guess I think Darren Moore right... was sacked when they were fourth, wasn't he? The other year. So. Yeah, and obviously pressure is turning on them a little bit. I mean, it could be a chance for us to capitalise on that, Kai, and maybe make the most of it on Saturday. Yeah, I saw one tweet from West Brom fan saying that they actually hope we beat them, so he goes. Well, interesting. Which is, if you want to, if you want to forfeit the match now and just give us the game, then that'd be nice as well. They um, seem a bit of a patchy team this year. Like, I'm looking at yeah, their they form. They're not really like, they've not strung together six, seven, eight wins on the bounce the likes of Fulham have and obviously Bournemouth have and even Blackburn. Blackburn. Yeah, so they're like different team this year. So like they're, they're not probably going to get top two this year. Their best hopes at this point is probably playoffs, but you never know. They're still due that run of form if they are to get up there. Um, but they've not scored many. Like if you look at the teams in and around it in the playoffs, they've scored the least amount of goals compared to the top six. Um, but they don't concede many either. Twenty-two goals conceded is the least out of the top six. So we're going to do well to score against them, I think. And obviously, when I think of their Barnsley side that Ishmael had. He's, he's always got well-organised and they play quite a unique style, don't they, Kai, where they're trying to get the ball up and play higher, so to speak. Yeah, I think they call it valuable, don't they? There was a Barnsley yeah. fans used to call it valuable. But yeah, they're, they're direct. They go quick back to front. Um, but positive for us is Sam Johnson's not due to play on Saturday um, right. due to, I think they've had a bust up, him and uh, Valerian Ismail. Sort of read yeah, he's not today. played the last three or four games for them. David Button's been in the net. So. Daryl DK's also out for eight weeks. So... That's positive as well. Could see Jordan Hugel score a hat trick against us after being linked with us. 
Yeah, you could see that. Yeah, that that probably will happen, won't it? <laughs> Look at us being cynics. I mean, can you imagine if Malumbi still... scores and does that celebration? I think if Malumbi scored, do you reckon he'd? Um, I think he'd mute. I think he'd mute. He'd, he'd slide in front of Cole Lane, and I don't know what about. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he he definitely wouldn't. But you never know. Adrenaline could take him. But he's been out the team the last couple of games, but he has started quite a few as well. And obviously their form has been a bit questionable. So maybe he might get recalled to the side and obviously another opportunity for him to come in and impress. Um, go on and Mickey, give me a score prediction for Saturday's game against West Brom. Um, I'm going to be positive and say one nil to Millwall. Kai? Well, I'm going to be actually less positive than Mickey. So that's, that's the first. I'm going to go one, one. I'm going to go Benic or Phobie to get the goal. Jake Cooper. I, I never bat Mill to lose. But I think we're going to lose that, though. There you go. I think we're going to lose 2 1. I just I, I can't see it changing. I want the bounce back. Oh, no, where's the, half, the glass half full? No. Maybe the reverse psychology from me might work. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And if we win, you're all welcome. So that's all I'm going to say. But <laughs> I, I think we'll go 1 0 down early. I think we'll chase the game. They'll get a second. Then we'll rally in the second half, get one back. And we'll be like, oh, that was close. We almost done it. And. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a tough game to be honest. I think they're gonna be up for it to try and get one back up, one or what get a win in for their manager. Um, and I think we ain't gonna have enough the injuries and you know everything to go with that. So, yeah, 2 1 West Brom, I'm gonna go for. Is there anything else, Mickey, you want to put into the show before we go, mate? I've got one thing, Kai. Have you got anything you want to say first before I do mine? Because you no, probably don't, don't really want to come back after mine. Um, just mine is, um, those of you who don't know, sad news this week. Um, Isla Caton unfortunately lost her battle with uh, cancer on Monday. Uh, I think it was about 3.15am. Unfortunately, she finally passed and uh, and picked up her angel wings. Um, Isla, I never met. I met, uh, I met her dad. Um, but Isla come to the attention of me probably 2017, 2018 um, for a fan who you know, most people know um, Lagboat, his name is he. He brought it to my attention just to see if I could get something in the programme um, about her, which we did um, at the time. Obviously, I was with AMS and I was fan on the board and we just promoted away and our fan base just went into overdrive. Um, there's a guy called Tony Monday who... <sighs> basically decided he was going to run the Brentford Marathon or the Brentford Half Marathon. Unfortunately, Brentwood. Was it Brentwood? Brentwood, sorry. Brentwood. Brentford. Brentford. No, not Brentford. Yeah. Brentford. <laughs> Essex way. And um, and unfortunately, it got cancelled. So what he decided to do was he he brought a full mill, he fought, brought a full West Ham kit, painted his hair claret and blue and ran from Millwall to West Ham on one of their match days and arranged to get there an hour earlier um, and raise money. He raised pretty much best part of over £20,000 more, probably 30, 40 grand to be fair. Um, and he's probably one of the only Millwall fans to go into uh, West Ham's home pub on a match day and come out alive afterwards. Um, so huge amounts of respect to him. Um a friend of the show and, 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 you know, and a personal friend of mine, Nick Hart, he done loads promoting, uh, you know, promoting the cause and everything else. Um, we did lots. The club done stuff. Uh, the club let me bring the dad down 
for a day to the club so he could meet the fans and thank people. There was another lad, and I'm really sorry, but your name is gone for me, who who done another marathon run um, and raised money for her. And I just, I just want to say really how proud I am of the West, you know, the Millwall fans um, for taking this West Ham little girl really under their wing and sort of treating her as her own. And it does feel this week as if we've lost one of our own. Um, Our family's a massive West Ham supporting family. They're, you know, we hate each other. You know, if it was all about football, you know, the rivalry is there. We hate each other. But little Kate and done what no one else has ever done in history. She's brought two of the the most fierce rivalries um, in the country and potentially one of the top five in the world, top 10 in the world. Uh, and she brought them together for the benefit of rewarding her with, you know, fundraising and, and giving her that slightly better outlook on life than what she had when we first met up. So um, my thoughts go out to Michael um, and Nicole and and obviously the rest of the family. Um, and just, yeah, her funeral is tomorrow, I think. Uh, there are details across social media. And uh, if you look on our TikTok, you'll see that there's a couple of videos what I've been going around. There's a Tony Monday video talking about what he did. Um, and there's a video what the family posted um, about Lila. What I do as well is I put those two videos, I put them together and I put them at the end of this. I'll send them over to you, Omar. We'll put them at the end of this when it goes on YouTube um, in case you haven't seen them. So, yeah. My thing is just rest in peace, Isla. Um, you fought a hard fight. And um, as a West Ham fan, as a West Ham little girl, mate, once a lion, always a lion. Now rest in peace, princess. Well said, Mickey. Well said indeed. Um, and yeah, like you said, for the two fan bases to come together, it just shows there's a lot more to football than meets the eye there. And obviously, you know, well respected. Yeah. And I think the funeral's to this morning, if you're listening to it, it's Friday morning. So just to say that one as well. But yeah, I think that's everything from us today. Um, Kai, thanks as always for being with us today, mate. Ah, oh, he's done a Mickey. He's done a Mickey. Unbelievable. No, no worries, mate. I just wanted to say RIP Isla as well. Um, thoughts with the family. Cheers, Mickey, mate. Cheers, fella. No worries. Yeah. I had to check then that I weren't on mute then. So, yeah, no worries, yeah. fella. <laughs> and um, he, he isn't sniffing over there, by the way. He's uh, he, Well, you technically are, but <laughs> you're checking, you're getting your nasal stuff. Is it nasal inhaler? Old bass inhaler. There you go. Yeah, it's an inhaler. Nasal, it's, uh... right word, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Block, block nose. I'm in the cubicles at Millwall. <laughs> no, no, I, I do this openly. I'm all right. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Anyway, that's everything for myself over as well. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. And yeah, rest in peace to Isla. We'll be back uh, on Sunday. We'll be
message. Hey, man, it's Devin. You know, from that time you accidentally emailed me because you thought I was a different Devin. <laughs> oh, and your email signature said confidential. If you receive this in error, please delete. <laughs> That's so you. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat. When we set in sail, Captain? <laughs> when you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Oh, and uh, no, you did not receive this message in error. <laughs> Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. With bills to pay and debt piling up, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Personal loans through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track financially if eligible. Our secure application process allows you to customize the terms that work for you and your budget. So check your eligibility today without affecting your credit score and help get your finances back on track. NetCredit, a more personal personal loan. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van, unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.